I got into this because I'd had enough. I was fed up, but I got to put my words into action because I felt that at that moment when I spoke to the board of supervisors, there was millions of people listening. As I've sort of become a leader in this movement, I've realized that people want nothing more than to get on board to get their freedom back. If my voice gets heard and helps people, then this has all been well worth it. If my kids have a better America to live in, then this is absolutely worth it. I really don't like this stuff. I never wanted to be part of a production or a movie or, you know, I'd rather be out in the fields fighting somebody. Way that we fight, if this is the way that we inspire uh, people to move forward and, and to come on board with us, you know, for the win, then I'll be here. So. My fellow Americans. It is time to take our freedom back. smirking what year was anchorman oh uh, 2000 or something i don't know is it, is it that that? i don't know bro i didn't have gray hair when it came yeah. i want to say <laughs> nah, no <laughs> way woody i'm calling you on that <laughs> 2005 i don't know i'm don't full know. of it let's, let's pull it up let's pull it up here we're gonna open with a scene from this uh this class we'll tie it into our point that's right Give this little cookie an hour before we're doing the no pants dance. <laughs> Time to musk up. I love how it's hidden. Wow. Never ceases to amaze me. What cologne are you gonna go with? London gentleman or wait? No, no, no. Hold on. Blackbeard's delight. No. She gets a special cologne. It's called Sex Panther by Odeon. It's illegal in nine countries. <laughs> yep. It's made with bits of real panther. So you know it's good. It's quite pungent. Oh, yeah. Ooh, it's a formidable scent. It stings the nostrils. In a good way. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, I'm going to be honest with you. That smells like pure gasoline. <laughs> They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works every time. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. It doesn't, doesn't make sense. <laughs> oh, uh, it, it's, it's like the vaccine. I don't even think it's 60% of the time, right? Like 10% <laughs> of the time yeah. it works yeah. every time. I know. I know. We're literally living. Ron Burgundy can figure it out. Come he on. Is. He is. <laughs> I know. Right? We're living in a parody, right? I mean, this, this whole thing's just a, it's a comedy. I know. You I, have to laugh. You yeah. got to. Yeah, like, it drives you point. nuts. <laughs> at some point. Well, John, you, what, what do we got? Well, um, well, we were just going to go. I mean, it's kind of funny how when this thing rolled out, it's like, oh, these uh, the COVID vaccines are going to protect you. You won't get sick. You won't be able to transmit it. You know, all the health experts, you know what I mean? They came out and, they, and then they're like, well, it's going to 
reduced transmission and and you you won't get as sick as you would if you you know what i mean the narrative just kept changing but and and these people you know they talk about how important it is to to say what you know and what you don't know you know what i mean and they act like they're always telling you facts and then as time goes on they just go well we kind of bullshitted you a little bit because we didn't want you to be hesitant on taking the vaccine and we're just supposed to sit here and just say oh okay no big deal. You guys had good intentions, so you you lied to me about <clears throat> the efficacy, you know, and, and 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 how well something works when you knew you were. I mean, these people blatantly lied to us, but say they did it for our own good. Yep. And so, anyway, play, play. they were hoping we wouldn't pay attention. Yeah, and they, and they want us to continue to trust it. Well, not that we any of us in this room ever did, but no. yeah, play, uh, play play this video real quick. Make it blow it up and just. I mean, this is just insane. This is uh, Deborah Burks. I mean, she served as the House Coronavirus Response Coordinator under President Donald Trump. And uh, let's see here what's going on here. All right. Well, this isn't what we're going for. This is the Epoch Times? Uh oh, you might not be. Mm, there you go. Anyways, uh, it's got an ad, so. All right, well, that's fine. So, um, anyways, this is. We're not partnering with this company. Deborah Burke, she was the head of the (laughs) coronavirus task force. I mean, right along uh, Fauci's side here. People looking at the president now having this. And all these people who have been fully vaccinated and and boosted and all that, and they're getting it. The 20% or so of Americans who've not been vaccinated might look at that doctor and say, well, why bother? Why bother? What do you what do you tell them? Well, if you're across the South um, and you're in the middle of this wave, what's going to save you right now is Paxlovid. But once we get through this wave during the law, you should get vaccinated and boosted because we do believe it will protect you, particularly if you're over 70. I knew these vaccines were not going to protect against infection. And I think we overplayed the vaccines and it made people then worry that it's not going to protect. Rewind it like 15 seconds, just 10 seconds. Go back. You got to listen to what she says right here. I knew. Go ahead. Just play it again. Protect against infection. And I think we overplayed the vaccines and it made people then. We do believe it will protect you, particularly if you're over 70. I knew these vaccines were not going to protect against infection. And I think we overplayed the vaccines and it made people then worry that it's not going to protect against severe disease and hospitalization. It will. But so she said she literally said back to back. We believe that this protects against infection, but I knew that it wasn't going to protect. Yeah, it's See, insane. Ron, Ron Burgundy yeah. would call her out. Yeah, he would. That, yeah. makes, that doesn't you make any you, sense. Use Paxlovid. <laughs> what, what, what does Cavuto say? Here, you know? you, hey, use. Make sure to use Paxlovid. Get a booster. It doesn't work, and get Paxlovid is the most. It, yeah. it works forty percent of the time. Sometimes every time. Yeah, every time. 40% of the time, every time. 40% I mean, of the time, it works every time. Holy smokes. I mean, they literally did a PR campaign for an advertisement for Paxlovid with Biden, and then he gets sick again like a couple minutes. Yeah, right. yeah. Dude, it's just I'll insane. You, I, Did I, you I see the clip of him trying to promote it, too? He couldn't even print up Paxlovid. Didn't he get it back-to-back this last time? Oh. COVID? Yeah. I heard he... He, he got treated with Paxlovid, yeah. and then he tested positive, what, a week after? I mean, maybe it was 10 days or I, something I'm later? I'm so glad I never took any medication with regard to COVID. Never, Dude, Ivermectin not is not the shit, yeah. though. Yeah, no, 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 no,
Yeah, that it actually has proven to help <laughs> yeah. with cancer all kinds. Oh, I know. Dude, the I guy know. won a Nobel Peace. The ivermectin is so amazing. Like, I'll be it honest, is. I didn't know about it until COVID came around. And once right. the media started demonizing it, I was like, man, I got what is up with this? It must be good if they say it's bad for you. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? In the livestock world, we've been using it forever. Oh, you know, yeah. And, and we've known what, what it does. Bro, and isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's literally like idiocracy. It's like, you're, it you mean water out yeah. of the toilet? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That that, that horse paste? Horse paste, yeah. Y'all, y'all gonna, yeah. I mean, dude, OD'd all that oh horse paste. <laughs> horse dewormer. Uh, anyways, uh, play play the second video here. We got Jim Jordan just grilling Deborah Burks. And That's it's just, great. this Jim Jordan's awesome. It's like, this, well, I'm gonna cut it off halfway through or so, but let's see. Got a good cauliflower ear too. Yeah, he's. I bet Jim Jordan's a scrappy. Oh, yeah, he's a badass wrestler. wrestler yeah. yeah. Here's what I'm concerned about. With. Let me ask the question this way: When the government told us, told the American people that people who had been vaccinated couldn't get it, were they guessing or were they lying? I don't know. All I know is there was evidence from the global pandemic that natural reinfection was incurring. And since the vaccine was based on natural immunity, you cannot make the conclusion that the vaccine will do better than natural infection, although it can often do slightly better. But I think that's, I mean, you're an expert. You were on the task force. You were part of this this effort when you were in the previous administration. And you're saying in this administration that you can't rule out the fact that our government was lying to us when they told us the vaccinated could not get the virus. I don't know about their discussions that they had in the task force. So I can't tell you that. I can tell you as a family yes, member. Who she was head of the task force, but she doesn't know what they talked yeah. about. Yeah. Well, how, I, I give him kudos. How do you talk to people in that much land of idiot? Yeah. Let's just be frank here. How do you, because you can see him. He's like, okay, how do I yeah. get this question <laughs> to corner yeah. this person to yeah, give so, me a straight so, answer? Or, I mean, were you guessing or you're lying? And she yeah. says, I don't know. Did you hear her say that? I mean, what she said, it, it based on the vaccine is based on natural immunity. So you can't think the vaccine works when the natural immunity, we were saying the case for vaccine because natural immunity wasn't working. And I was like, w- w- wait, again, Ron Burgundy. She's got to make be, any sense. She's <laughs> got to be a Brit- she's got to be a British descent too. Look at that grill she's got. Going there. What's going on? With her? That's what happens when you're on. Ew, you know, you're, you're you're trapped on an island. The family trees. Yeah. Don't get well, she's got the <laughs> she's got the scarf like she's hiding like a skin. I thing. Know, there's something going know. on. Something weird is going on there. She looks like the Wicked Witch of the East and. Nancy Pelosi would be the Wicked Witch of the West or something like that. I wish we had that clip of Nancy Pelosi drunk as shit the other day trying to talk about uh, what's passing. No, she's sitting there sometimes and like her pills that she takes hit her and she just like, boom, all of a sudden gets all, they're on some hardcore pharmaceuticals. She's she's talking about birdbath and, you know, and uh, it's insane. Yeah. Eli, can you rewind that to like maybe like 20 seconds? I want you, because we had another moment where she says it it lessens the effects some of the time it was kind of like the the wrong Wrong birdie thing we're just oh yeah anyways uh go yeah go ahead and play it let's see on the task force you were part of this this effort when you were in the previous administration and you're saying in this administration that you can't rule out the fact that our government was lying to us when they told us the vaccinated could not get the virus i don't know about their discussions that they had in the task force so I can't tell you that. I can tell you as a family member who had individuals that were susceptible, of course we got everybody vaccinated. But we still use layered protection during surges 
because I knew potentially the vaccine immunity would wane like natural immunity waned. And there was evidence that every four months, reinfection was occurring in South Africa. Wow. When the government told us that the vaccine couldn't transmit it, was that a lie or was that a guess? Or is it the same answer? I think it was hope that the vaccine would work in that way. And that's why I think scientists and public health leaders always have to be at the table, being very clear what we know and what we don't know. This is important for the country to know. So when I asked the question, when the government told us that the vaccinated couldn't get it, and I asked you if it was a guess or a lie, you said you don't know. You said you think it was hope. So what we do know is it wasn't the truth. So they were either guessing, lying, or hoping, and communicating that information to the to the to the citizens of this country. Boom. So go back to the very beginning uh, and just play it from there again. Well, here's what I'm concerned about. With. <clears throat> Let me ask the question this way. When the government told us, told the American people, that people who had been vaccinated couldn't get it, were they guessing or were they lying? I don't know. All I know is there was evidence from the global pandemic that natural reinfection was incurring. And since the vaccine was based on natural immunity, you cannot make the conclusion that the vaccine will do better than natural infection, although it can often do slightly better. But I think that's, I mean, although you're often expert, it can were... do slightly better. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's Sex Panther. <laughs> sex Panther in no. a vaccine. You, you really need to get it. Dude, they're so scared that their coffers are going to empty oh, because man. people are going to see this and the money's not going to be there in the pharmaceutical world like, like it was, you know, when people used to trust, you know, WHO and these organizations. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah. Mean, that, we, we're just we're not going to trust it anymore. That you know? UK article was pretty big. I think you shared it with our group. <gasps> the, the, watching well, their stocks. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah the stock, but it was the um, uh, the amount of yeah, deaths like, and the vaccinated. But, the, then, the vaccinated but then now their answer is we don't know. Death. We don't know. I'm not sure what they talked about. You know yeah. what I mean? They always like try and like sure. pivot well, away. She was on that task force. Mm-hmm. So how does she not know yeah. what yeah. they talked about? As if did they have some meetings yeah. without you? Yeah. I mean, so this this, the wheel. this reminded me of my. You know, you guys know me. I'm always dorking out on books, but the most recent book I'm reading because it it cites this right here. So then she closes it right. If you're looking from the leftist view as much as I can, right? Because we try to, but it's you kind of got to go insane to do it. She says hope. So. Then it's like, well, they hope they were hoping their bet they were doing their best, right? Mm-hmm. Like you said, this intention thing. So this quote says, "Iron niceness rules the land. No moral virtue, but niceness. Mm-hmm. A soft and fluffy cover for vindictiveness, <laughs> resentment, and hatred." <laughs> oh, shit. Is that not nail on the head? Yeah, like, you, well, if you're nice, it doesn't matter. You can cut somebody's throat, but if you didn't intend to, yeah. You know, there's like no consequence. There's no accountability on the back end. It's just if, you, if I, my intentions are to be nice, I can do whatever I want. I can I can tell millions and millions of people to go run out and get something completely sex panch- uh, what pantherish. Is you know, <laughs> a, a, a harmless man's not a good man. You know, yeah. That's just, bad. You know, if we're more concerned with just being nice than we are, yeah, with telling the truth. Iron yeah. niceness rules the land. Can, can you imagine asking Woody? You know what? What the agenda or what what was talked about in the militia and what is just like I don't know what those militia guys yeah, talked yeah, about. Yeah, I wasn't part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no Should've. clue. Well, so, <laughs> people, so, so, so 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 he's right though. They're either guessing, lying, or, or hoping. Yeah, you know, yeah. And, and all three of those are unacceptable. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah, to go on a on a massive campaign that they went on, and mm-hmm. it really doesn't matter because it was it was not truthful. 
Mm-hmm. And they knew it early on because none of us are even close to a virologist, right? Mm-hmm. But as soon as the first statistics came out, we were like, oh, crap, that vaccine's mm-hmm. not very good. And they were still covering. Mm-hmm. They had to know. Nobody can tell me they were still hoping or mm-hmm. didn't know. Yeah, and that doesn't even stuff. get into the side effects, too. Well, exactly. And I always go back to the masking because it mirrors what's going on now. Sure. With the vaccine, you're getting more hardcore data because the masking, you couldn't really get data. They did one test, but then everyone ignores it, and it's this fear-mongering component but that was the the seed that led to the shots yeah Yeah. you know so watch out for those seeds catch them small Mm -hmm. which we were sitting here saying don't be masking don't comply to it well just be ready because right now between now and the midterms they got to make something happen you know what i mean i I heard they're laying off actually until after the midterms but i don't know i mean we could have there could be an emp attack i mean that to be honest that would change life like that that's probably the scariest thing I think is is uh, an EMP attack because well, I I, I the, how about the it's not a recession, the redefining recession mm-hmm. pre midterm. Oh. I think they really just have to try and cover those tracks, right? I mean, because I that's po- going to probably the worst to, at the polls because that's hitting everyone, right? Well, sure. The government just redefines what something is when it's Inconvenient. oh, yeah. we're going to change the definition of recession. Yeah. We're not in a recession. No. I mean, yeah. two negative yeah. G- GDP. Growths in two consecutive quarters, by definition, is what a recession is. But we're just gonna yeah, we're change what it is. We are. <laughs> yeah, they said it, so it must be true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. I think right. on Wikipedia they already uh, went and changed the definition on Wikipedia. I heard. I didn't look into it. I don't want to start. I think that was Merriam's. Oh, was it Merriam Webster? Yeah. Okay, that's why I was. Yeah, yeah I was a little bit. I, I saw a clip. I don't know if it was doctored or not. You never know now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I love like biting at something. Like, says these are good economic times, you know. Well, and then well, his mess of a press secretary. They're not lying though, because <laughs> yeah. they. I oh mean, gosh, the, she just <laughs> talks around. Sorry. The great no, so the great reset. I mean, like literally, it's it. it when they talk about these are good numbers, it yeah. it, it is good. You know good what I'm saying? These, yeah, yeah. They're they're. I oh, mean, that's true. I didn't think about that. No. If you look at this what the right agenda word. is, Agenda yeah. 21, Agenda 2030, I mean, they're pretty much, they relabeled. Agenda 21 got a bad name, you know, so they changed it to Agenda 2030. Soften the language. I mean, you look at their goals. If you go to the World Economic Forum, you go there, it says zero carbon. Like, that's where they want to get to, like, literally. And they talk about all the different industries and how they're going to have to regulate it. And, well, I mean, he says you will forum. own nothing. They want to, they want to outlaw private land. Right. Okay, you want to look at these self-driving cars? They want a day where you don't even own anything. Mm-hmm. You own the car. Your car is going to be a self-driving car. And guess what? If you're not a good boy, it's probably going to take you right to fucking, excuse my language, right <laughs> right to jail. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. going to take you right. Uh, I think we get four cuss words. I know, nah, I just don't want to be. We're good. We're good. We got kids maybe watching and stuff. I don't, hey, don't cuss at home, kids. It's a bad habit. <laughs> but, you know, if you if you look at what their agenda is, I mean, they want us living in prison-like cities connected by super highways. And, these, and if you look at what they push, they push these little teeny pod mm-hmm. things. We're going to be mm-hmm. all stacked on top of each other. Mm-hmm. You're going to own nothing. You, your car, you're going to lease. And you'll be happy. And you're going to be happy. Yeah. They tell you, you will own nothing and you will be happy. Wow. And you'll eat bugs. <laughs> bug you'll burgers. Bug burgers. And they're going to the, the the lead the example by owning everything yeah. and controlling every facet of your life and tell you how great you yeah. are for and, being and, a good... And this is, just so you know, I used to think this kind of talk was like way out there, tinfoil hat stuff. Mm-hmm. But you can go to the UN and pull up Agenda 2030. And I just saw Klaus Schwab... 
give a speech talking about the World Economic Forum is partnering with the UN. They already have, yeah, yeah, to the, to move that agenda forward. So I mean, yeah. this is not that conspiracy was in stuff. Twenty eighteen or nineteen or something. It was a little while back. Remember, we were yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I we were just saw the it. clip. I, I can't remember the year now. It might have even been the, the World Economic Forum is the steering committee for the United Nations, yeah. straight up, and they they have been mm-hmm. behind closed doors. I mean, back when these guys used to get together. Um, back in the day, we it was called the Bilderberg Group. That's when it was straight conspiracy because they mm-hmm. met at a hotel called. They didn't call themselves the Bilderbergers, but that's mm-hmm. where they were secretively meeting at this uh, at the hotel Bilderberg, mm-hmm. and that's how they, you know, that's how it started. Now it's just sure. in your face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They don't even hide it anymore. It's it's insane. It's out from behind the curtain. It started like trilateral commission stuff. Yeah, too, trilateral commission, yeah. council on foreign relations, on foreign the relations, Club of Rome. Yeah, yeah, the CFR. I mean, yeah. look at some of this stuff. I mean, and that's not a government entity, yet we have military officers that do tours of duty with the Council of Foreign mm-hmm. Relations and get paid. That's the on steering our, committee for the military. Yep. Yep. It's crazy. It's crazy times. <clears throat> it is. Oh, all right. So let's pull up. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw. Uh, pull up number three if you can. Um, I don't know if you guys actually seen this. It's somewhat new. July 27th, I guess this one was. But the CDC coordinated with big tech to censor Americans. I mean, this is uh, not conspiracy stuff, okay? Uh, They got, I mean, over the course of at least six months starting in December 2020, CDC officials regularly communicated with personnel at Twitter, Facebook, and Google over vaccine misinformation. At various times, CDC officials would flag specific posts by users on social media platforms such as Twitter as example posts. In one email to the CDC staffer, Twitter employee says he is looking forward to setting up regular chats with the agency. And other emails, other emails show the scheduling, the scheduling of meetings with the CDC over how the bet to best police alleged misinformation about COVID-19 vaccines. Anyways, you can go in here, but you know, when, when, um, when they own times square, okay, let's just be on, I mean, between Google, Facebook, Twitter, I mean, what percentage, I think it's, uh, I mean, what percentage of the marketplace do they own? It's probably 90%, yeah. you know, and, and they, they literally are controlling what people see and what they don't see. And when you create an unlevel playing field where anything that comes out against the, the narrative that they want to push is misinformation and you're just erased, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, it's, it's just this. It's, this is big news. It is, man. Orwellian. This is huge. It is Orwellian yeah. stuff. Look at they yeah. tried to set up that Department of Homeland Security Disinformation Governance Board. Yeah. Those kinds of things are so spooky because it's kind of like when they talk about. I saw the National Education Association said we should be teaching history the way it ought to have been instead mm-hmm. of the way it was. Oh man, you know that's 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 so terrible dangerous. idea. Yeah. Because then you're you know first of all who decides how history ought to have been, and second of all it's not history. You know, no, you got a novel going no. on. No, now you're I mean, who gets to, Yeah, who gets to decide what disinformation is? Some guy in a that's going along with the propaganda and the agenda, right? We've been down all these roads in history, and that's why there's the First Amendment. Yeah, exactly. It's real simple. You just don't go down these paths of censorship, no. and then everyone can say their piece, and then you you get to the truth. And you have some good argument, you have some good debate, but we got this niceness thing, so we can't debate. 
And well, we can't proof, put any risk out there. People are so afraid of danger. I mean, goodness gracious. The truth always proves itself out into the end. It's like a bubble in a level, you know. You shake it up. It's gonna yep. it's yep. gonna That's rise to yep. the top and the plum, it'll come plum, you know. Yeah. Yep. Oh, absolutely. All right, let's go to number four. Um so the expose is freaking awesome. I suggest you go there and donate. They freaking I mean, these guys put government statistics together like Noah. I mean, they're they're the tip of the spear, I think, when it comes to uh, numbers and and data and graphs and they they take uh, government data and put it into visual graphs that you can understand. Where are um, they out of? It's uh, I believe they're out of the UK. Okay, all right. Um, so, anyways, this this is all factual stuff. I've done all the research on this. Look it up. A hundred percent of COVID nineteen vaccines vaccine deaths were caused by just five percent of the batches produced, according to official government data okay and if you you can scroll scroll down and you'll start to see some of these graphs okay boom here is uh this is compares uh flu vaccines to um covid vaccines anyways go, keep going down variation of adverse effects uh flu vaccines let's go all the way down to the covid data uh this is they do a good job in this. Yeah, so it, it goes through Pfizer. It goes through uh, Moderna. It goes through uh, uh, Moderna. What's that? What's the worst one? Um, You know, I, I don't remember off uh, the top. I, I don't remember. They said most of that 5%, I saw a headline as it was going down, uh, yeah. were sent to America. Most of the 95% death. of the lots of Moderna vaccine had zero death reports made against them, meaning... 2,603 deaths were associated with just 5% of the lots um, with Moderna. Well, but this, <clears throat> this is progress that they're even admitting a death from the vaccine because they were even denying that. Oh, yeah. Well, no, they there's been more vaccine deaths with COVID officially, even though it's, all vaccine deaths are underrated. But if you compile since... VAERS has been keeping track of the data, mm -hmm. there's been more COVID-19 deaths uh, COVID-19 vaccine deaths than all other vaccines combined. Combined. Yeah. 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 Period. All of them. Yeah. But they tried to say VAERS was lying. Remember? Yeah. So. See, un unusually high deaths from lots sent to 13, between 13 and 50 states. Look at that stat over there, the Pfizer. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting how certain states. Um, 4,201 deaths. Yes, yeah, it's it's, wow. it's it's very interesting though. Um, you can go ahead and get out of this. This is a lot of technical stuff, but overall, all the vaccines um, deaths have came from five percent of the batches. How does that happen? Well, it, it kind of reminds me of you can't have it. It was just another testing platform. They uh, changed they they changed all the ingredients because they didn't really know this was an experiment. Oh yeah, you know, so they just didn't really know. So they tweaked all the different batches and they tracked where they went. And then they're now they're tracking the results. It was a massive experiment, like a bunch of lab rats. That's what that says to me. Because you don't botch five percent. It's such a tight thing in in healthcare. You don't. I mean, from everything else, it's not a five percent margin well, of error for death. It's there's an argument tighter, to be made yeah. though that they had that vaccine ready a long time before COVID got here, right? Isn't that what a lot of the mm -hmm. Reports were the, saying the patent trail, which shows is why they were able to get they it. They were out working so fast. at all. Yeah, yeah. They just hadn't got to 
try it on a wide, massive group of people because it would have released it. Yeah. It would have released COVID. So, yeah, exactly. All right, let's go to number five. We're running out of time here. We'll try to put this stuff up here. Um, Just kind of scroll down a little bit. Okay. Stop right there. What's that? Just think of Ron Burgundy again. Sudden, oh, de- yeah, yeah, sudden yeah. adult death syndrome. That doesn't make yeah, any sense. Yeah, sudden adult death syndrome. <laughs> so official UK office for national t- statistics data showed vaccinated adults aged 18 to 39 have a 92% higher mortality rate per 100,000 than unvaccinated adults. Okay. Uh, Scotland data reveals there has been a 67% increase compared to the historical average in the numbers of 15 to 44 year olds suffering heart attacks, cardiac arrest, myocarditis, stroke, and other cardiovascular diseases since this age group was first offered the COVID-19 injection. Um, All figures published by NHS England in response to a freedom of information request show that ambulance callouts for heart illness have doubled among all age groups, including under 30s since the beginning of the COVID-19 vaccination. Um, <clears throat> looks like you guys are in trouble, you 44 and below people, man. This is the first time I've been happy about being oh, the old God. guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, I think go ahead I, and get out of this. this. This is a lot. There's a lot of information here, but uh, this is the expose again. I mean, it goes over Scotland data, uh, England data. It's like, it's like <clears throat> one, once you've done it, you can't admit it, you know, it's, and this is where we're at. It's. I mean, we have friends who who got the jab initially who are now saying, hey, I mean, I wish I hadn't. Definitely not getting any boosters, you know, but on a mass scale, these people are all in. You know, I, I can't believe the buy-in on this thing, you know, even after seeing what these reports say. Yeah, I seeing don't, the, the vaccine injuries. It, it shows over and over and over again that the more jabs people get, and basically how it works is, <clears throat> okay, people that get one vaccine and stayed at one dose, they represent like 4% of the deaths yeah. in places like Scotland and England, pretty sure. similar there. You start looking at the people who got double second dose, and as at first they have like a, a lower number, but then as time goes on, they're, I mean, they're representing like 30-something percent of this 92% of people. Right. And then you get into the third doses, and at first it doesn't kick in, but after a couple months, they, I mean, they're like 60-something percent. So you're looking at 60-something percent of the deaths are triple vaccinated, 32% of the Got deaths it. around there are double vaccinated, and like 4% of the single vaccinated. And then you've got another like maybe 3% of, of – uh, unvaccinated you know represent the deaths, the deaths. also current deaths but, yeah. that's crazy yeah, but get your so, booster and take your paxlovid and paxlovid. wait can stay you away say, from can, ivermectin can you say it like biden said it please <laughs> put a bunch of marbles in my mouth i might be able to all right uh one, pull up number six we've got time for one more thing i uh we'll leave on a positive note here um 500 fired healthcare workers win a historic multi-million dollar settlement covid mandate wake up call um let this sink in real good for you if you are part of a company that forces this on your people you know, there's going to be ramifications okay yep. um said it 10.3 million dollar settlement yep right 10.3 so let's see do i have number six here i'll read some of this stuff um uh, healthcare workers who were fired for not getting covid shot won a major victory um Historic 10.3 million settlement in the nation's first of its kind 
class-wide lawsuit. The class action settlement against North Shore University Health System is on behalf of more than 500 current and former healthcare workers who were unlawfully discriminated against and denied religious exemptions from the COVID shot mandate, according to the nonprofit Religious Rights Law Firm. Okay, so this is going to set a precedent for uh, other people. I think we're going to see some more stuff like this. Um, they they also, if you go into it a little bit further, it says that they're not going to be able to discriminate and say, oh, you can only go in these certain sections if you're not vaccinated or if you're not, you know what I mean? So it's kind of, it's pretty cool. It's a, it's a win for... Uh, that is great. You know? That is positive. I like that. One positive thing. I like to, you know, at least we can... Bring one good Let's thing do it up. in. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Remember, there's always positivity as long as we we're, we're going to win. We're exposing this stuff. We're talking about it, and, and the house of cards is falling apart. Yep, it they is. will. Yeah, that's why. Right. That's why it's a little less obvious to see right now what they're going to do before midterms. I think you know. No, it's yeah. just kind of all crumbling all around. I heard they're going to lay off, but I don't know. I mean, I don't really know. I mean, it's nobody really nobody knows. knows, and you don't, yeah. Pete, things can change too. You can have a plan, and they can change that plan. I mean, we could see an EMP attack. We could see this monkeypox. Things really get pushed, or I mean, they're talking about unide. They, uh, they just found an unidentified or a, a bacteria that's never been found in anywhere outside of tropical regions and they're finding this thing that could make you super sick. You know what I mean? They might yeah. push that. Who knows what the next yeah. fear mongering boogeyman is, but there will be something, but I, I will guarantee you one thing. No one at this table will get monkey pox <laughs> because we know what causes and if it. you do, and if you do, you're out of here, man. <laughs> hey, you know, it's one more positive note. Okay. Think about this. Have you seen how little kids are getting monkey pox? Because wow. they're getting freaking sexually abused. Yeah, I'm just saying that's oh, one. Man. I know it it's sucks, an, this is but it's, it's a way to expose yeah. this this uh, these these gross people because these little kids are definitely should not be doing. I mean, the statistics show that it's mostly gay people, but um, these little kids have no reasons to be getting uh, you know monkeypox unless they're getting uh, sexually abused. So right. hopefully right. that's one positive thing that it will expose some of this stuff. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, anyways, uh, thanks Share for tuning us. in, guys. Apple Podcast, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, Rumble. Tell your friends. Mountaintop Media. Mountaintopmedia.com. Do it. Please share it and awesome. uh, go see the other podcasts on Mountaintop Media and the other platforms like Sovereign Minds and Jefferson State of Mind. And don't be the guy that wears Sex Panther. That's right. Be, be, be Ron Burgundy. Right. <laughs> Good to see you guys. Thanks, guys.